G'day, Ads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, eSport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokedads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. This week on Pokedads, we talk all things about Halo. It's great, right? Yes! (laughs) Aaron, how much are you loving Halo? I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Did did you miss it? I just thought you would be ready. I hadn't even... I hadn't even transitioned to anything yet. <laughs> so we're still live on Twitch just fucking talking about the intro? Like, motherfucker, uh, I'm like... I thought you were going to be smooth. Usually you're a lot smoother. No, no, I was not... Dude, I wasn't even prepared for it whatsoever. That's it. Demoted to intern. <laughs> you don't have a say. Anyways, we're going to just... I got promoted. I got so this week, promoted. We, talk I got things, we talk all things Mew and the different ways that you can play Mew. Uh, Fusion Strike, and we go through some fun news like Brilliant Star Ultra Pros and Singer promo cards not coming in anyone. No one gets them. No one gets them. They're not coming in anyone. What? <laughs> yeah, they're not coming <laughs> anywhere. Uh, Ever. Anywhere. Never once. Never once. In the, da, 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 da. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this weird episode of Pokedads. Let's roll. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Perfect. What's up, Pokedad Nation? Welcome to another exciting episode of Pokedads, a Pokemon TCG podcast. Your number one spot of dad jokes of listening to Pokemon news, upcoming decks, maybe decks that are already out, or any discussion that we have. Pokedads is your number one destination. Hit us up on our uh, that thing of a cell phone, our text line at 815-782-0202. Hit us up with the question of the week, or polls, or questions to the Pokedads. And yeah, it's a lot of good time. And uh, I'm your host, Pokedad Rick. And with me today is Pokedad Aaron and Pokedad Intern Drew. I uh, <laughs> I give myself a C. I was thinking too much. I was like, you know what? It's all right. It's all right. Was, was it my head shakes? I was, was imitating you. <laughs> no, I was even paying attention. Do you, do you I, not know that? You just like every time you open, like I'm just like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, not at all. I uh, I like I black out. <laughs> And then I just try to focus on the mic and to just be like, sound energized. Get everyone excited to listen to Pokemon. Pokemon! <laughs> I mean, it, it's all, it, as soon as it's like a C and then I say my name and it goes to like an S, obviously. Yeah. That, that makes... And then Drew brings it back down to an A. Okay. I definitely don't have an ego about nothing. No. I'm, I'm a little salty with Drew right now because he had a text and rub it that the, the Bulls blew a 20 point lead to the fucking Portland Trailblazers last night. 
I'm proud of yeah, you, Drew. Yeah, thirty in the third is pretty damn good. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it took it took the Bulls taking the second half non serious for a team to get back into it. It's fine. going back into the beginning of the third quarter. Seven possessions in a row, the Bulls just turned it over. Like they're like, ah, we don't. Oh, we're good. We're up nice. by twenty. We're up by twenty. But it's all good. It's one game. We'll see him again in Chicago eventually. And uh, they're just lucky that Zach Levine didn't hit a wide-open three-pointer to send it to overtime. Hey, man, I'll take what I can get. Right now, I'm just hanging on by a thread. Sorry, right, man. Just enjoy hockey. The Portland team's mm-hmm. garbage. Trying to watch Chauncey Billups practice, like be a coach just weirds me out. I'm just like, no, no. Okay. This is nah, not, not going to work it's, out. It's Lillard's team, and he's just living in it. He's just living, but um, yeah. Outside of that, Drew, how are you, man? How's your week? Good, man. Played a lot of Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Played a lot more Halo than Pokemon, though. If I'm being honest, uh, it's, a, it's a good time. Started my rank out at Plat two, so I'm working my way up to hopefully get Diamond by the end of the week. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Had a good week. Yeah, that's good. Uh, just a week's in of Fusion Strike. Even Aaron's got some games in. How are you guys feeling about the the meta right now with Fusion Strike added? Um, to be fair, I don't think I've gone against a single real new deck except for Gengar versus except for Gengar. I fucking destroyed it <laughs> by almost losing. I fucking destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was planned. It was completely calculated. It just happened to be that the person... Uh, I mean, it's been good, though. Um, I've been enjoying running a Rillaboom Leafeon deck. Sorry, Rapid Boom. There you go. <laughs> Trademark Pokedads, obviously. No one's ever thought of that before. Uh, <laughs> so, but no, I've been I've been enjoying messing with that and making some changes. I was talking to Drew, I think, yesterday, and he mentioned something like, fuck, why haven't I done that yet? So I switched some cards out, and it's been working for me a little bit here and there. I think the only thing I've lost to really are, like, mean decks. Um, then a Drakazult deck because I got rid of Zarude, so I can't just heal myself nonstop. Uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah I only do 300 damage at maximum with a Leafeon with my one Galar Mine uh, stadium. That makes. And they have 330 HP. Yeah. Well, and in all in all fairness, too, when it comes to Fusion Strike, the only thing you're really going to play that's new is pretty much what we're going to talk about later on is uh, Mew. That's I'm surprised. That's the big the big deck in this set. Everything else is just. Good old filler, but yeah, um, me. <gasps> but overall, Aaron, how how's your week? How you been? Uh, good. Um, for the most part, it's been just a busy work week trying to still figure out what my like. My, I still my same position, but I have some new responsibilities that I don't know what they are yet. And they kind of tried to explain it, but it makes no sense whatsoever. And it doesn't matter. I don't have to tell you until January, so it's just going to be kind of a the IT of the holiday seasons where nobody does anything so that nothing breaks at all unless it's like an emergency like have to patch for security reasons so my next six weeks are going to be pretty quiet which is great that's good man just just yeah. coast into the new year I appreciate mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. nice let me do some training maybe training training yeah I gotta do some like you know actual like learn stuff oh Actually, yeah. uses the brain. That's crazy. Mm, I know, unacceptable. <laughs> That's what Pokemon's for. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Training the Pokemon gear. There it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, for me, I, I saw Emma for the first time in two months. Uh, she got her cast yeah. off a week ago. Uh, she's currently not walking uh, of anxiety of breaking her leg again. So understandable. Um, yep. Tried to show her mine. 
Like, I'm like, look at my legs. You can feel the bones. They're all stronger and stuff. You're good. So, and then as of right now, what, um, almost a week later since I saw her, she's still not walking. Um, I've given my advice and whatever. Uh, it's the difference between me and uh, my ex is like, I'm more patient. So, if Emma's like doing something, she'll probably just like give up and then just let Emma sit there, and then I'm I'll be over here to be like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do this. And also, Shannon has my back too, and she tends to listen to Shannon more than me. So that's because Shannon's scary. Because <laughs> Shannon is scary. Shannon's not scary. <laughs> not like super like like, like a witch. Just Shannon. <laughs> Shannon is the stern one. She is the dominant one. She is the dominant like, one. Yes. Sir <laughs> <laughs> sure, James, the power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i know so i i just told her to take her phone away uh, she hasn't had her phone in two days but she still doesn't want to walk so she's, she's got to work with her and you know motivate her and just get her get her leg moving i know set the firearm alarm off in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah she'll just crawl man she crawls on her butt and she's <laughs> yeah yeah she does what I did when both my legs were broken and I had to go up the stairs where I would just like sit backwards and I would just slowly use my arms and push my, scoop my butt up to one stair and then the next stair. Oh, going down was so much worse. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like it. That's awful. Oh, man. That was like a year of my life. <laughs> so Saturday night, um, Aaron and I, we had a, we went to like, it wasn't like a wake, but it was like a celebration of life of a friend of mm-hmm. ours. And after that, we went to poke it at scott's house to celebrate emma's birthday and we made homemade pizza and emma made two pizzas by herself and they were delicious oh, yeah. yeah so yeah and then yeah she opened her presents and like every other present she opened she's like how did you know i wanted this and i was like poke dad <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> exact <Santa>. words <laughs> yeah. it's like i'm your dad I, I'm, I, I guess i don't know what you like is that is that weird i don't know but it's good. We're uh, what three weeks now with Finn not being sick. Uh, yeah, that's a record. yeah, that, that's a good record <laughs> to break right there. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll keep that going. Uh, before we get into uh, say that Pokemon, I want to talk to Drew about a little more about Halo. Uh, how you mm-hmm. feeling? I've heard good things about it. It's one of the best multiplayer's in a while. What uh, what do you like about it? And then give me something, just one thing that bums bums you out about. It. Oh man, it's incredibly smooth. The movement in it is unlike any Halo game you've ever played. And I know a lot of OG players will be like, oh yeah, it's way too slippery. Like it feels like Call of Duty. But it's it's a neutral movement. Like you don't really have this weird running on the walls type thing. You don't have these jetpacks that push you into ceiling and make you like unreachable and stuff like that. It's It just seems incredibly balanced. It's really smooth. And I know that, that this is like the last beta before release. So in the multiplayer there are obviously like bugs. Things like mm-hmm. that. Bullet holes floating into, you know, spaces that I shouldn't have bullet holes in them like fucking air. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> floating o- floating obstacles and stuff like that like there was the the slippery floor sign that would fucking multiply itself if you stuck sticky grenades to it which is silly and that's just coding that they could fix and stuff like that uh, one thing that really has been giving me the beans is uh <laughs> the solo queuing man it does not match you with rank anywhere near Ooh. yours whatsoever and 
the only reason I notice this is because I'll go on like a 12 games like tear where I'm you know top frag mid frag and I don't have any other teammates near me on my team mm-hmm. or the other team that are doing as much and then I'll play games where I'm having to sweat and play really really hard to keep up with my team or keep up with the opposing team and it just seems like solo queue they don't have it matched up and I feel like the whole reason ranked exists is so you get matched up with people similar or slightly above your rank to push your rank up correct Um, so I feel really bad for people who are like copper and silver who are getting matched up with like platinum diamond people but that's so rough also get good yeah (laughs) that's your intern for you that's that's good that's good. How long is the beta going through? Because the game release is, what, December 8th? Or... December 8th. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume we probably have it through Monday. I haven't seen any details about when it ends. I just know mm-hmm. that it started Monday, and I started Wednesday night. Yeah. There you go. That's dope. Okay. And then one last thing. Uh, happy Diamond and Pearl. So uh, you're listening to sound. It, the remake yeah. is finally out for the Switch. Uh, you guys picking it up, or...? Gotta wait Christmas time later on. Yeah, no, uh, probably not. I just got too much stuff to do and other games to play. If I'm gonna do, that. I just don't have time for it to be honest. Oh, I'm in the same boat. I really want it just because I never played it and I've been like, like so stoked about it. But then here we mm-hmm. are, and I was like, oh, it comes out tomorrow, and I was like, oh, I don't got open to. up the old wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. It's just like, okay, well, and then by the time if I was like, okay, now I can get it, then Legend of mm-hmm. Arceus will be out, and that's the one yeah. I'm definitely going to want to play more. So mm-hmm. maybe later. Maybe later. See, if I had to choose, I would definitely choose Legends over the remakes. For sure. But yeah, anyone, you know, listening or watching on Twitch, and I hope you guys are excited. And if you're pumped yeah. for it tomorrow, I hope you have a great weekend of reliving some nostalgia and have a good time in diamond and pearl so enjoy that grand underground oh yeah Mm. i'm getting it tomorrow and i'm starting with piplup that's just the way it is (laughs) (laughs) in all honesty piplup is uh the better one out of the three so yeah turtwig just not that exciting and then the monkey. Oh, but at least it's more exciting than Chespin. But that's unrelated. <laughs> it's completely unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Alright, well, uh, let's get into that. Say that Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! It's Clefairy! Fuck! And yeah. it's a fun Pokemon from black and white that looks like mm-hmm. a pigeon. Surprise. And it's uh, pronounced P-Dove. It's Padov. Nah. Padove. <laughs> yeah, Padove. Mm, it's like Tarje. <laughs> uh, I thought when you were like Pedov, I was like, I knew it. I was like, but it didn't seem right to me. I was like, no, it has to be Pedov. I mean, Pedov. You got me all freaking out about it. So. <laughs> uh, so there's been eight cards of this bird <laughs> since it's released in black and white. And the latest card is from Rebel Clash. And Aaron, could you read what the card does from Rebel Clash? Sure. It is a 60 HP colorless Pokemon. It has a it has two attacks. The first one is Chirp for one colorless energy. Search your deck for up to two Pokemon with fighting resistance. 
Reveal them and put them into your hand, and then shuffle your deck. And then it has the amazing attack, Razor Wing, for two colorless that deals 20 damage. It is weak to lightning. And resistance to fighting surprise. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Because it's a flying type. Yeah. <laughs> and um, with, there's a McDonald's promo from 2011 for a PSA 9 that recently sold... Uh, for a fun doll. I have the link, Drew, if you want to just take a look yeah, at it. Yeah, it's $20.50 whopping cents. Now it's $21. You are welcome, whoever owns that. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm i actually surprised I, I even found any. And when I saw the McDonald's promo, I was like, okay, someone was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna grade this. Maybe I'll get something for this promo card. You I know, suppose. Everybody has a favorite. So every Pokemon is somebody's favorite Pokemon somewhere. Not wrong. Um, my favorite. So going into uh, P Dove as like a Pokédex entry, it is uh, P Dove is not particularly intelligent. While it always listens Aww. to the trainer's commands, it does not always understand them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would be like P Dove use gust. And it's not like something will pop up. Oh, how funny would that be in black and white? And it was like, P-Dub doesn't understand your command. And you're like, God damn. <laughs> it's always under the effects of confusion. Always. <laughs> oh. But it never, oh, that's perfect. It's always under the effects of confusion, but it never hurts itself in confusion. So just, you have a chance of just not working. Just that. Every, every attack is crushing hammers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on yourself. Flip for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's... That's great. All right, well, uh, let's get into some news. We'll start off that Brilliant Stars Ultra Pro binders have been released uh, art-wise, and it looks like you're getting Charizard on one side, which all four pack arts from Brilliant Stars is fantastic. It's really great to see that, like, Fusion Strike um, and Brilliant Stars where we're getting the more, like, drawing look than the CGI look on packs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan, d- definitely a yes. huge fan. So, uh, and then they also had that they're releasing like fairy ones with the Galarian Rapidash and Clefairy, and yeah, they look they look fine. Um, it just I don't know this came up. I think I saw it over in Pokey Beach or something like that. And <clears throat> I want to ask you, Drew. Why do you think it's always just like the same clip art over and over and over when it comes to the Ultra Pro sleeves, binders, deck boxes? Like, is it because like in in Japan, they have artists all the time, like special artists that they make product for. But in out here in the States, uh, TPCI, do you think they're like very like chokehold and they're very protective on the product that they just use the same clip art artwork over and over? Like even... The Lance's Charizard box, it has the, the same Charizard we've seen for 20 years, where he's up like this with his head up, tilted just to the left or whatever. Nothing yeah. cool, nothing new, or not even using the art from the cards. Uh, I don't know, I've just been thinking about it. It kind of bums me. It bugs me, not bums me. It bugs me. Uh, I think just because it's geared towards kids, uh, I personally wouldn't put my cards and any of this ultra pro stuff because i like the i like the cloth and and better quality ones that things like um 
like Dragon Shield and and the Ultimate Guard put out. But I think the reason why they're using this clip art is because you could just mass produce it like crazy. You're like simple background, click and drag PNG saved in Pokemon files, put the Pokemon trading card game logo on it, and send it and mass produce it in no time flat. And like Aaron said before, you know everyone's got a favorite Pokemon and everyone's yeah. gonna want to collect something. So why not go with an artwork that you're familiar with and you identify with more than hiring these fantastic artists to print these binders that are basically low quality in in terms of usefulness and spend a lot of time, money, and effort paying these artists to make something that's just gonna, you know, not last that long. I wouldn't even know. Like, say there was a cool Greninja. Super awesome. I'm never gonna use it. I would purchase mm-hmm. it and just have it on display and I feel like a lot of people would do that anyway because majority of the people that collect this shit are collectors anyways. Mm. It gives you more more stuff to collect, more money. Ultra Pro could be like, hash out the money. I, I don't know. I just think it's TPCI, personally. I think it's more about protecting the brand out in the States compared to, um, I keep forgetting who who's out there. It's Creatures on Japan. It's Creatures and someone else. It's like two different ones. Mm. Um where like they hire the illustrators and do special cards and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. My two cents. Just, just I just thought about it because I'm always like, this is tacky. I've seen the Squirtle art 500 times. So why do I need this Squirtle art again? Yeah. yeah like like those playmats that have like the single favorite Pokemon on it. And half of it's like the the cutout silhouettes of that Pokemon. The other half of it's a solid color, and they just keep rinse and repeating that design for every single pokemon yeah and it only looks really cool for Mew and mewtwo everyone else get out you know move on <laughs> yeah exactly like every everyone and their mother owns the charizard one though so. yeah. oh man all right and uh we're, we got more v max climax news and one of them is houndoom character art so, so i kind of I kind of wish they just did the whole set as character arts. I think that would be dope. Just oh my that would god, be so cool! Could you imagine never seeing Pokemon on the shelf? Because I can. <laughs> yeah, we live in it now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the joke. No, I think what what I like about the set is that the playable cards are going to get these ultra rares, which are sick. Which maybe drives the the money down on the gold versions of them a little bit slightly, mm-hmm. um, but on the reverse side, I hate that they made these playable cards, the chase cards, because <laughs> you want a playset of them. So now it's going to be more expensive to get four than <sighs> it ever has been. Well, but... if it goes back to the stuff from Cosmic Eclipse, they were very common to pull, and when mm-hmm. and when it happened, uh, well, they were a little bit cheaper too because not. You're like hardly any of them were playable, but it'd probably be the same thing. Like you're gonna yeah. buy a booster box, you're probably gonna pull two or three of them again, like they did in Cosmic Eclipse, and maybe they're gonna be super affordable. Because even though the gold cards, what what's really nice about the gold cards is is also the shiny version of them. These are right. just you know a fun, full blown full art card. It feels like so. Yeah, no, they're sick. I I love them. I can't wait to have play sets of basically all of them <laughs> i can't i can't wait till we get them here and then complain about the yellow border on all of them so uh, that's that's no big deal <laughs> i can get over that real quick <laughs> uh what else 
I, I can't. I just Japanese cards just look more. They're just prettier. They're just prettier, man. <laughs> Can I say that I'm very disappointed that Milo's card is a fucking flapple? I thought you were happy about it. Flapple's I fun. I mean, realistically, I mean, what was it? It was Eldegoss was his Dynamax, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's Why a- the hell is it not an Eldegoss? That would be so playable too, compared to a flapple. Yeah, it would have been cool if he got Eldegoss V. But n- none of the cards are V cards. They're all basic Pokemon cards. Not nah, Blaziken. Oh, touche. There is. And um, Zamazenta. Yeah. 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 I forgot yeah. that. I forgot yeah. Hops, Zamazenta is a normal Zamazenta. Okay. Yeah, that would have been dope. But, yeah, like, right? But, like, Eldegoss already has two different versions. It's time for another version. Three How versions. How many Charizard versions do we have? How many. Oh, other no, things? I'm talking about the same card. I'm talking about the I know, same- but I was trying, I couldn't think of another card right now, so shish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! There's uh, plenty of Zamazenta cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Covered now. But it's Hop. Hop. You know, Hop is so happy to be able to control a legendary pup. I'm so happy for him. Uh, he looks really angry, to be honest. It's like, <laughs> He's like yeah. yelling for the charge forward. I like it. Do you uh, think we'll get Gloria's Zashin then? Cool. Glory, Glory is like the name of the female character yeah, yeah. in the game. I don't know. Cool. I I guess so. You know, just get them out there. Everyone's so excited by this set over and over. But mm-hmm. it would just be interesting because, like, what our set of Brilliant Stars is part of the Star V stuff and Climax. And will it also be part of the another the other set that Japan's getting? Like, it's going to be another big set. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, it also was announced that the the fun singer promos of Katy Perry, um, Posty, and Jay Belvin. Yes. Oh my God. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, those were a one time off promos given to the artists, and they will not be included in anything in the future. So, um, if anyone really wanted the Katy Perry that doesn't look like Katy Perry, I'm sorry. It really doesn't. <laughs> like at all I guess it helps if you have tattoos so they can just put tattoos on it and they're like eh, it kind of looks like Posty I mean, it's right. nothing like her like at all <laughs> I do not see it yeah <laughs> so yeah but um there's some fun news on Netflix that Netflix is launching a collectible card show and uh had a small phone interview with Poke Beach to claim that Pokemon TCG will be a big part of the show. So um, it's going to be about collectors coming in with, you know, graded cards and selling them. Uh, think of it as Pawn Stars, but with just the sport cards in uh, TCG card games. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll watch the shit out of it. Yeah. Well, also, I guess um, the, the big subscription companies are trying to get more um, what, what's a what's the term? Real life relevant. shows? Well, not relevant. Like <laughs> non-script shows because they're a lot cheaper to make, and people binge the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Going back to like Big Brother and um, <laughs> The Bachelor and stuff like that. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, other news coming on for the. Uh, 
special art for Pikachu V and EVV for the 100 decks coming out in Japan, which mm-hmm. are flipping dynamite. Um, yes, they are. And what uh, what attacks do these two do? So the Pikachu V has Pika Drive. Does it's two lightning, one colorless, 200 damage. This Pokemon can attack during your next turn. It has 200 HP. Uh, the Eevee is colorless, 200 HP, has two attacks, unlike the Pikachu. For one colorless, it has Tackle for 30 damage. And then it has V-Brave, which is like B-Brave, but a pun. It has, for three colorless, it does 80 plus damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is a Pokemon V, this attack does 80 more damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, the Pikachu one is not bad. You do a pretty good chunk of damage for uh, that small V card, you know. For playing Pikachu V Max, I mean, yeah, I would say because it's like I mean, it's the same thing as like Zamazenta, but you don't have the ability. You do less damage than it. For I'm pretty sure the same amount of energy. I could be thinking wrong right now. It's, I'm pretty sure it's three energy. Yeah, it's three energies, correct? Yeah. Um, that's my only argument. They're that's not. That, they're I not just, mimicking any other cards, right? These are special. These are new cards, of course. right? Yeah, they're new. Yeah, and then like. Special theme decks, a Eevee deck and a Pikachu deck is the idea of this because they're like the franchise, the faces, the beautiful Pokemon that everyone wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, art's great though. It they is are the partner Pokemon. They they look fantastic. And lastly, Japan is finally getting our stamped version of Charizard from Vivid Voltage as a, a fun promo. Um, which which is uh, it's just funny. As always, like, oh yeah, we get stuff before them sometimes. That's cool. That's it's actually good. coming unstamped for them, which is even cooler. Correct. Well, most mm-hmm. of their stuff is usually unstamped compared to what right. we get. Yeah. Then you get the misprint that's stamped and in Japanese, and it's worth tons of money. Has that has that I'm, happened? I'm waiting for it to happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I call it now. You're, whoever gets it, you're welcome. No, we, we have seen the um, overseas. It had the. Uh, it was a Chinese, not Chinese. It was a Japanese Marnie. The, the promo one that comes in its little lunchbox pack, mm-hmm. but the back of it had the English Pokemon backing to it, so oh. that's about as close to that as we can get as far as like multi-language misprinting, which is cool. Yeah, and also they're both of them are printed differently, too. One's over across by them, and we have our printing out over here, so mm-hmm. they're not printing mm-hmm. Japanese cards in America. Yet. <laughs> Yet. So they say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um, that's news for uh, this past week. Did we want to talk about Morpeko and all that stuff that we alluded to last episode? Oh, the V-Union? Yeah, Morpeko V-Union, Mimikyu V-Max. I thought we talked... The fact that we're, we, nope. we, said, we said, hey, you get Fusion, Fusion Strike and Brilliant Stars, and then we moved on. I felt like uh, we talked... Oh, sure, go ahead, man. Give, give, uh, the floor is yours. Uh, uh, I'll give everyone <laughs> just like a little taste of everything. So we got more Peko V Union coming out. Uh, it's got four attacks, like our V Unions always do. And uh, the first one is Union Gain. Uh, attach up to two Lightning Energy cards from your discard uh, from your discard pile to this Pokemon. And then four Double Colorless. Uh, all you can eat. Draw cards until you have ten cards in your hand, which is sick. Mm-hmm. And then for one lightning, two colorless, you get burst wheel, 100 damage, discard all energy from this Pokemon, and this does 100 damage for each card discarded in this way. Can you say Flaffy Dynamotor for a lot of energy? Um, 
Flaffy Dynamo motor for a lot of energy. Hey, thank you. Um, <laughs> lightning and two colorless. Lightning ball for 160 damage. So OP. Uh, retreat cost of two, weak to fighting. 310 HP, just in case I didn't say that before. Um, not super playable. Very adorable, though. Very, very Yes, cute. very I happy. Would, I am very excited to get this one inside of a binder. Inside of a deck? Probably not. But I do like this burst wheel potential. Because if you just dynamotor, 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 and attach, you could do upwards of 400 damage from mm -hmm. discarding all your energy, which is pretty sick. Uh, we'll go ahead and move on to Mimic You VMAX. And I, there are things about this card that I like, and I'll get to it, but it's not the attacks at face. Uh, for double colorless, uh, occult number, put four damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. If you played Acerola's Premonition from your hand during this turn, put 13 damage counters instead. And then for two Psychic, Max Shadow for 120 damage, and then discard a random card from your opponent's hand. Uh, weak to Darkness, and it has a one retreat cost. Now I'm going to cut all the way down to Acerola's Premonition, which is a trainer card that's coming out in Brilliant Stars. And it says, your opponent reveals their hand. Draw a card for each trainer you find there. You may play only one supporter per turn, blah, blah, blah. This is something that I really, really, really liked with GX and tag teams and fun stuff like that. If you remember uh, Lunala and Solgaleo tag team, where if you played, I think it was Lily's Resolve or something like that, it did bonus stuff because you played a trainer this turn. And things like the Vivid Voltage Charizard that we had just kind of talked about, where it did more because Leon's in the discard pile. Mm -hmm. I love that stuff. That is the coolest thing that Pokemon has done hands down, and I want to see more of it. So the fact that Mimikyu does extra stuff because you played a specific trainer in the form of Acerola's Premonition is just so sick. Like, we need more of that. PTC, P TPCI, if you are listening, please, 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 please do more of this. Um, and that's basically it for relevant cards that are coming out in Brilliant Stars. Oh, I like it. Good job, Drew. Yeah, thanks, guys. So <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be uh, right back. Of course, our viewers will be right here. Um, and no, we'll be right back. Okay, we'll be right back. And uh, you guys will be listening. Well, the podcast will be listening as, as it is uh, 2003, which the song was made just for me. So it's beautiful. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Let's write a story where 
That song's amazing. I know, Devin, you liked you liked this one because you liked set your goals for uh, 1999. You definitely would like this one. So it was good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, we had a fun chat about video games on break. That was cool, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Play- illegal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everyone, no no hate here. It's not like a console versus PC war. Uh, you know everything. Just play, play what you want. Who cares what people mm-hmm. tell you? You know. Mm-hmm. And oh, Except for Xbox. Just get a PC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't disagree with it, man. <laughs> yeah, I can play Halo on my PC, and I do. <laughs> it's like it's like okay, buy your PlayStation and then play everything else on your on your PC. That's mm-hmm. good. All right. Well, uh, Drew thought it would be a great idea to uh, talk about, you know. The biggest deck in Fusion Strike, which is our boy Mew, and Rapid Boom. You mean, yeah, for sure. Let's get into it. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that actually probably in one of our first YouTube videos. So when we actually get that out, uh, we'll we'll let everyone know on Aaron's uh, Rapid Boom. Rip it! What? Yeah, it's Rapid Boom. Rapid, rapid boom. Rip it! Rip it! Boom! How dare you, sir? I'm calling a Rip it Boom from now on. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 no it's no slippery bear. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you're right because they're both terrible names. You're correct. I think I'm, I'm in love with it. It's good. It's we good. need to do a poll um, for everybody listening to determine do you prefer, I don't remember what yours was, but Slippery Bear or whatever Drew says it's called. It's your food. Well, when you say it like that, it doesn't fucking matter what you call it. What, what do you call What was your call? I can't remember what it was. I thought it was just called Intellifu. Like, that's what wrong. Intellifu like, or Slippery Bear? It's fine. Vote. And not. And not only that, but that was before Quick Shooting Inteleon came out, too. So it was spined on Inteleon. So it's different. Very different. Not, not at all. Slippery Bear. Hold on. All right. Hold good. on. He needs a pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. Bro, I was literally the first person to play that fucking deck on Limitless. I have the stats. And you were. Yes, you were. <laughs> He, and then well, no, we uh, named it for you. No, it's even more than that, though, man. He he knew how powerful Italian was before yes, it got did. popular. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, That's thank why you. why he's an here's, intern. Here's my digital high five to myself. <laughs> One of my favorite questions, though, was uh, to Celio was, like, why did it become popular now than that when back when it dropped is because, like, the inclusion of level ball was just huge. Mm-hmm. Able to just grab those pieces easier. So... If people were wondering, like, well, why did anyone think of this? But then also, there were still other cards, like Jirachi was still playable, but then mm-hmm. people got away from it. And but, Anyways, 
Anyways, that's uh, what we're talking about. Mew. <laughs> so we're, we're talking. We might about- just edit that part out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Rick edits. So Mew Fusion Strike uh, drew brought up to our attention, which is is dope. Is um, it's, it's starting to starting to do well? Has it won anything? I, I didn't see it. Right? Have you seen any tournaments? Like it's come second um, two times I've seen in this past week, but I might have missed something over the weekend. I'm gonna go on a limb here and say no. It actually hasn't done a first place in any like larger than thirty tournament. Yeah, but um, it's it's been pushing a lot of good decks down though. Is why it's correct. standing out to me. Um, and then, but I feel like it's also still trying to figure out the right pieces. And that that brings us to our topic is Drew. There's like three different ways of playing it right now, and then Drew has kind of a fun idea of playing it, and I'm intrigued. And you do approve because it, it deals approve. with grass. Shh. So. To refer back to what we were talking about previously, yeah. it did win the Sunday Open at 12 and 2. Uh, so, okay, so it did Sunday Open. So, two days after it dropped. Okay. Not bad. Sunday Open's huge. So. Which is outstanding. Yeah. yeah. And then, what version of that was that new? That was uh, Genesect Latias Arcorio. Okay. You want to jump into that one, then? Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll, okay. I'll pop up in the good old image generator real quick so I can uh, look at them and read the cards as I go. People are watching. Uh, so, Hold on. People are watching. This is my bad. I should have had this stuff, and Eric could have had it like right up in front of the screen like we did last week, but I dropped the ball. I apologize. Nah, you wouldn't have been able to see it anyways. So it's it, that, that the, color, the cards get really small when you put them on stream. Just Super tiny. I've done that. Done. But when okay. we do the Pokedad's Medical, they'll be big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, anyway, so it plays uh, three Mew V, uh, four, th- four Mew V, three Mew V Max, four Genesect V, one Latias, one, uh, sorry, Fusion Strike Latias, one Fusion Strike Oricorio, four Peony, two uh, Elisa Sparkle, two Boss, two Marnie, four Quick Ball, four Power Tablet, four Cross Switcher, three Fog Crystal, two Evolution Incense, two Switch, Two Cramomatic, one Battle VIP Pass, <laughs> one Air Balloon, two Old Cemetery, one Stormy Mountains, one Rose Tower, four Fusion Strike Energy, <sighs> three Capture Energy, two <laughs> Psychic Energy, and one Aurora Energy. And this is the one that won the Sunday Open? And this is the one that won the Sunday Open. Yeah, so the Cramom- Cramomatic, uh, congratulations. That's That gets a Pokédad Gold Star right there. <laughs> Um, so what? So, people listening, what? What? We kind of already know what Mew does. Mew likes to copy attacks from fusion Pokemon from the bench, and Genesect allows you to continuously draw six cards to have six cards in your hand at all times. Is that how that works? No, it lets you draw cards equal to the amount of fusion strike Pokemon that you have in play. So in this instance, right. all your Pokemon are fusion strikes. So. You, if you uh, have a full bench, you have six cards you draw. Okay, so... Up to, up to six. Gotcha, gotcha. So it, no matter what, I can draw up to six cards and always have a decent-sized hand. So, to clarify, Fusion Strike System is the ability, once during your turn, you may draw cards until you have as many cards in your hand as you have Fusion Strike Pokemon in play. So you can, have, you can draw up to six cards. Gotcha. Total. Mm-hmm. Per Genesect per turn, too. Which is Correct. Cool. Yeah, there's no limit on how many times you can do it other than how many Genesect you have. 
But it was true. So anyway, blue is mine. Yeah. Blue is mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a great card. Um, but referring back to the list and what I think makes it spicy is the ability to copy Latias's attack. We are in a VMAX meta and being able to use Dyna Barrier for 70 and then during your opponent's next turn prevent all damage done to this Pokemon's uh, attacks by Pokemon VMAX. It's pretty sick. So you're forcing everyone's Pokemon Vs to swing into this Mew VMAX deck. And you're not ever going to attack with this Latias in this deck in this instance. You can. You do run the uh, the amount of energy necessary to fulfill its cost. But uh, it's it's very unlikely that you'll be using that. And then the Oricorio uh, means your, your Fusion Strike Pokemon are taking... 30 less, I think that's what it was. 20, I'm pretty sure is what it is. 20 less damage from attacks, which is huge. Because, you know, we're we're all about the quick shooting Inteleons right now. We're we're fixing math. We're swinging for, you know, anywhere between 130 and 150 and turning it into two-hit knockouts with Inteleon and, you know, peppering the bench and grabbing what we need. So that offsetting that math just a little bit is putting, you know, your opponent in a real rough spot counting on that two hit knockout which now might become a three hit uh the biggest surprise with all these mu decks that were mu decks that we're going to talk about is the attack on mu v where psychic leap for one psychic and one colorless you do psychic you do 70 damage and then you shuffle this pokemon and all cards attached to it back into your deck and it may not seem like a lot at face but you're getting yourself out of a pinch every single time, and you had to have a Mew V set up on the bench to use that attack with the VMAX. So you could basically take those two hits that you've limited with Oricorio, shuffle yourself back Shit. into the deck, and rinse and repeat with the next Mew that's already on your bench. I had not it's, considered the fact that you could actually, yeah, you could use your Mew V's ability because of it. That's stupid as shit. <laughs> it's sick. It is such a neat inclusion that I didn't even think of before because I was like, ah, oh, it's Mew card. It's not playable. Get to the VMAX and let's go. It's so sick. It is absolutely busted. And you don't have to promote the Mew for next turn. You can throw a, a silly Genesect or one of your Oricorios up there and just let it get bodied. Uh, yeah, no, I I absolutely love that inclusion of the Muse attack. Um, we won't like talk about the the things like Quick Ball and Evolution Incense and Fog Crystal, but I think it is worth talking about the usefulness of Peony, and I think there's no one more qualified to talk about the usefulness of Peony in this chat than my good friend Aaron. <laughs> I, I mean, I am a huge fan of Peony. I play that's I since we first decided to try it out with the cricket tune and stuff like that. It is a great card um, in terms of well, for one, Peony basically you discard your hand and you can draw two trainer cards. So that can be supporters, items, basically, yeah, supporters, items, and uh, stadiums, which is amazing. So mm-hmm. in the case of Peony, you can grab, I guess in this deck, you can grab your cross switchers, you grab two of them, and there's your two. You can grab power tablets if you need that little boost you need from this one. Your fog crystals, your evolutions incense to get those VMAXs out, get the energy you're going to need potentially. Especially with this these decks since they run such low energy. Being able to pull them using Peony is a great, great way to make use of it. Um, in terms of this deck, I don't really see... I mean, you have your Genesect Vs for your draw power. So, your Peony, 
and then you Genesec with your your entirely full bench of Fusion Strike, and there's six more cards. There's your full hand once again right there. It is yep. ridiculous. Yep, there it is. I kind of like also using Rose as an option, right? Yeah, because Rose could potentially. I mean, Rose is a dark energy though, isn't? It? Or is it a ba- it's a basic energy? No, it's just uh, discard your hand to attach two energies from your discard pile onto your V Max, and they have to be basic. And I think that's the issue that this deck runs into is it runs such a few count of basic energy. That's true. Oh, I would. I I still say Petey's a more like a better card. It's just interesting that that could be an option. That's all. I was just like, yeah, just rock and roll. Have a good time. No, absolutely. And I think it's also limited too because it has to be onto a V Max Pokemon, so you wouldn't be able to use it to also set up Genesect if he decided to run a Steel version and stuff like For that. For sure, that's fair. So, no, absolutely. I love Rose. I think I think Rose is great in things like Gardevoir VMAX, but we, we'll talk about that later. And Rayquaza. Um, what? What? I Sorry. You cut out. <laughs> I never, never heard of that deck. Um, no. But Peony's cool, and you would think with your spine in this deck being Genesect V, uh, a Pokemon that lets you draw with its ability, would be severely handicapped by things like Path to the Peak. But running a high count of peony at any given moment, you're like, yeah, there's some resources in my hand, but they're not super duper useful. Pop peony, go grab a counter stadium, hopefully use it to some form in your favor, and then draw more cards with Genesect again. So it rarely gets hung up on things like Path to the Peak, but it's it streamlines efficiency. It plays an incredible amount of items, so at any given moment, you're able to play out your hand and draw into the things that you need. Uh, but yeah, there's there's no surprised that Mew's winning and doing all this stuff because the last psychic VMAX Pokemon that hit for a lot for two energy is Dragapult and that was everywhere and that didn't have free retreat or a draw engine like Genesect to keep it going so no surprises there it is so ridiculously strong Um, before getting into um, the other way of playing it what what are the pros and cons of playing Mew like what what is the weakness that Mew has? So, like, the decks that Mew has, is struggling with currently. Mm, I'd say the only thing that's really hanging it up is, like, an early game Galarian, like, wheezing. And that's run in so few decks right now. Things like Sableye can benefit from this kind of deck floating around in the meta, too. Um, obviously, things that are super consistent... Uh, help a lot more because you're able to go search things out specifically with your Inteleon where Genesect you're randomly drawing into things uh, I would say that maybe Single Striker Shifu gives us, gives us the beans a couple times too because it doesn't run Pat to the Peak to prevent that boss and, right. and, okay. and chase after and then Umbreon having the you know the Muse weakness can Especially with the single strike energy, you could one shot it fairly easy. I would feel like as long as you mm-hmm. can power it up quick enough. Does Dark Prince then, make a comeback if this starts running wild? Do you see that? Eternatus, yeah, absolutely not. I was cons- I was thinking Eternatus potentially, but yeah, I, I feel like there's heavier weaknesses you have to deal with. Like the, I mean, an Urshifu Umbreon would wipe out an Eternatus. So yeah now just looking at the metadata right now the decks that it's running into the most issues against are things that spine on galarian wheezing um it lost to rayquaza so <laughs> yes rayquaza um, here we go no, no 
Gengar Umbreon's definitely put a thorn in its side. It's got a neutral 50-50 matchup, which is reasonable in this version against Umbreon Urshifu just because Urshifu swings through everything, and Umbreon doesn't actually have one-hit KO potential by itself. So if you're able to continuously bang out all these 190 Genesex until they get a VMAX set up and hit you twice, um, it, it's going to feel real bad. Okay. So... The one thing I want to throw out that I'm looking at, that we're because we mentioned Eternus, is that this deck has no way to return anything from your graveyard in terms of Pokemon. Correct. If you run an Avery, you knock out two of their Genesec, their Latias, their Orcoil, or even Muse, just right to the discard pile. Mm-hmm. That can definitely slow this deck down, at least oh, in absolutely. some way. So I think yeah. that might might start seeing Averys just one put into decks for just to counter this mm. no and i think i think every deck can benefit from an av right now people are mm-hmm. filling their benches with intellions and sobbles and all that fun stuff so yep i mean and you're drawing three cards uh, in addition to getting rid of part of their bench i i don't see a reason why it's um why you should avoid it mm-hmm. um potentially swap out a one boss and run three bosses run three marnies instead of four if you're running that type of setup you're still getting draw power, though you're not resetting your opponent's hand. Um, mm-hmm. Or find something else you can just swap out to, to put it in. This I'm going to have to look at that now. No, and I, I like that the VMAX also has the I swing through everything. Max Muriel, Miracle uh, hits for 130. This attacks, damages, and affected by uh, effects of your opponent's active Pokemon. So swings through Zamazenta, swings through Decidueye, Altaria, Duraludon, even if it has special energy attached to it. So... Yeah. And a power uh, tablet, and that kills a Decidueye. Yeah, exactly. So need. it's yeah, right. It is all you need, and mm-hmm. it's it's just cool because you don't even need the basic energy to fulfill that cost whatsoever. You could put your Mew V Max on the bench and use it for double colorless. <laughs> so it's yeah, uh, it's got a lot of outs. It's got a lot of contingencies. I really like the deck. I love that it has free retreat. Um, Stupid Genesec was definitely talked about in our, in our set review because it is incredibly overpowered. Now, mm. uh, there are other ways to play Mew, and I think that's what we're going to kind of transition into here mm-hmm. is... Things like Meloetta that make this deck cool because you are using a high count of Fusion Strike Energy and the, what is it, the Melodus Echo attack does 70 times the amount of Fusion Strike energy in play. Not mm-hmm. even Fusion Strike energy attached to this Pokemon, it's just straight up in play. Using yep. things like uh, Elisa Sparkle, where you accelerate to Fusion Strike energy from the deck onto any of your Fusion Strike Pokemon, mm. um, you do it, you know, you Elisa Sparkle once, and then hand attach the other two, or Sparkle twice and, and send it, you're hitting what is that number? That fantastic number is 280, which is yep. so, so close to VMAX range in, in, in almost any instance. And if you polish anything off with things like Dyna Barrier or even your uh, your Max Miracle it, or, or even I mean, the... Uh, power Tablets. Toss two out, boom. You kill most yeah. everything. Most. Yeah, absolutely. You're knocking things out with Psychic Leap too. Like it's, yeah. it's unreal. That's just for having energy on the board and having Meloetta on the bench. It's... Pretty pretty interesting that a card that seems so underpowered is crazy overpowered when you have a fusion strike synergy like the one that's going on here. And mm-hmm. 
Meloetta is cool because it can be searched out with Fog Crystal, Level Ball, you name it. It's incredibly useful. And then Rick wanted to talk about this Mew deck that featured a Pokemon that I'm not particularly keen on in the deck, but I can understand the usefulness. And Rick, go ahead and take it away. Yo, it's pretty much... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was not ready. I thought we would talk a little I bit longer. I was sleeping. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Um, it's pretty much just what we were talking about in the first... <clears throat> In the first place, we're still running, you know, the Muse to Genesex, except they're removing one of the Genesex instead of having a four line and adding one Hoopa. And um, the only reason why I brought it up, it, it did very well at late night uh, a couple days ago. It, it finished like 21 at 7 and 3, which, you know, it's a, still a good, good outing there. And, um,. I thought I put Hoopa in here, but I didn't. I got you covered. Oh, you're Hoopa, the best. 220 HP dark Pokemon-ish. It has the ability two-faced. As long as this Pokemon is in play, it is Ish. a psychic and a dark type. I mean, technically, it's dark on the whole card, but it's also, it's also considered psychic because of its ability. It has the attack shadow impact for two dark, one colorless, does 170 damage, and you can put three damage counters on one of your Pokemon. It's weak to grass. I completely approve of it. <laughs> but yeah, being... Um Two different types, so kind of gives you the advantage of other decks when you're having the dark Pokemon going against um, Psychic, and then the Psychic Pokemon going against uh, Fighting. Lightning? Fighting. Fighting, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, that, you know, Urshifu's, that's, that's pretty good, especially if it's going against Single Strike. But I feel like that's the only reason why you're using it, is the Single Strike. And Gengar, I guess, too. No, because no, you don't hit for fighting anywhere in the deck, unfortunately. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It's mostly for the single strike, or Shifu deck. That's why right. I was And you can, you can accelerate onto it with Sparkle and stuff like that, too. So Fusion Strike Synergy at its finest. But, no, it's, it's just interesting. But, like, one of, for whatever, that one moment if you run into it, of course you got to run into it because single strike... Urshifu with Umbreon is such a powerful deck, so I'm sure in any kind of tournament play, you're going to run into it at least once. Um, oh yeah, it is so good. It's it is an absolute gatekeeper right now. Yeah, and even though you have you give up one Genesec, so you're losing the ability, but you still put another Fusion Strike. It's Fusion Strike, yeah. So um, you're still going to draw six cards, but maybe now you're not doing it as often as you would with a full line of Genesec. You're only doing it three times instead of four times per turn. Oh, no! Making your opponent <laughs> slightly less angry in in-person uh, combat. And then deck yourself yeah. out. I don't know. I, no. it's, a, it's interesting. And, and I can still... I can see why you do it, but I feel like it loses its consistency. Just a tad, which, you know, you want to be as consistent as possible. What makes me scared is the double dark cost on Hoopa. Um, I could understand maybe if you want to use it so Mew VMAX can hit for 170 um, with its copy attack to do its its attack, but you're still only hitting with with Psychic Weakness. But if you, if you want to attack with Hoopa for darkness, you have to attach two Fusion Strike Energy to it, and there's nothing in this deck that helps you recall something like that you'd have to elsa sparkle once hand attach or elsa sparkle twice or elisa sorry i can't words yeah um 
and by the time you get it all on the Hoopa, they're like, oh, we'll boss that. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and I got I got two of your four Fusion Strike Energy out of play by taking I mean, I out get, something that doesn't have VMAX numbers. I can also see um, a Genesect uh, hitting for the 210, and then your next turn hitting for 170, an mm. easy 170. Um, versus trying to you know trying to get something else that you have out there to to hit again. So yeah, no, absolutely. You know, one seventy plus one seventy is the Eternatus and that other uh, what is it? Raja V Max numbers. I think those are the only three forties yeah. that we have currently. So, but like I it's said, like, you can still have a two ten from Genesect, and then you hit with that for one seventy. You're hitting. You're. It doesn't matter if you have a Cape Toughness or whatever the fuck it is. You're you're dead. Yeah. No, I I agree. I I see usefulness in it. I just want to see it played so I can understand how it was applied. For sure. But I'd still, 7 and 3 is nothing to scoff at. 20th and late no, night is, is still sick. So props to you if you played this deck. Um, now, there was this thought, and it's not my original idea, but this is the way that I would want, I, I would play view, Mew V Max in like real life. Uh, but given that it's got about a 50-50 matchup still against Umbreon Urshifu, given that Umbreon is so easy to pull off, and your core of your deck is a psychic VMAX Pokemon that's mm-hmm. immediately weak to dark with relatively low HP, my good buddy Leafeon stands out, and, and Hegster... TCG kind of put this out into the Twitterverse a while ago where it was seeing success overseas running like a 2-2 line of uh, Leafeon mm-hmm. using that to help you with the, the Umbreon matchup. You're already running four stadiums in this archetype as it is, so Galarmine's easy to tech in. Uh, basic energy is easy to find and it becomes more consistent to get in play with things like leafy on v so even mu v v max can benefit from you having your greening cells turn one or turn two and having that extra energy in play to continue to swing for the fences next turn obviously mm-hmm. because leafy on v and v max are not fusion strike pokemon there's no you know mu v max copying that attack or anything like that however if you're using things like leafy on v to get Umbreon stuck in the active and you have these, you know, escape ropes and stuff like that to help you switch out the appropriate attackers necessary to, uh, you know, exchange blows. It's, there's just draw power and consistency in this deck that allow mm-hmm. you to pull off things like a 2-2 line of Leafy on VMAX and swing for Umbreon weakness. And I think it tilts the scales on that particular matchup having something like this in play um i'm not saying it's going to shoot it up to tier one but i think in that specific matchup you're you're having a more favorable game any thoughts i uh i, I guess i missed idea ever i just misunderstood <laughs> i thought the whole point was just to accelerate energy on the mu as quickly as possible and i was like yeah that's cool i can see that and then going back to what i asked drew because he there's a card he wish he could enter, and that's uh, the snow, snowy badge, snow badge. Yeah, the snow and leaf badge that gives it free retreat. Yeah. Uh, Peony's great because I can go grab my Galarmine whenever I want. But then in specific instances, like yeah, cool, I took out the Umbreon. You know, the game's gonna be great now. Yeah. And then and then Urshifu comes up with four energy on it and 
gases my dude <laughs> because I'm mm-hmm. stuck with because I'm stuck with Gallermine. Yeah, feels real bad. So you know, taking three prizes, giving three prizes, it, it hurts. But I think uh, I got. I just don't see any room in the deck. Like I've never been a fan of Great Ball, and I run two in my list. I would consider taking those out and putting like one badge, and then like. Yeah, okay. an, an extra evolution incense or or maybe an extra cap, capture energy in it uh, I love the fan of waves because playing those out of your hand getting rid of special energy on the board that's just so common right now um, and making your opponent have to single strike roar extra times because yeah. of fan of waves and putting more damage counters on them getting them closer to that range is sick now, what's missing in this deck out of all the other Fusion Strike decks is the presence of Power Tablet. So, yes. Leafeon is the great math fixer here. And streamlining the Oracorio and using Gladius with the Dyna Barrier is very, very necessary. I think I find myself attacking with Latias more than I do anything else. And that's just because Gallermine exists in this deck and I can keep whatever is attacking me frozen in the active and in most cases i i hope it's a femax and then i can just shield them off for that 70 yeah uh battle vip pass is sick i've only gotten to use it once but <laughs> being able to go grab an extra genesect and my leafy on v and then get that extra energy in play on turn one is so dope uh but yeah man i think that playing leafy on in mu vmax is kind of like playing Urshifu and Dragapult. Like, it'll be good for a minute. Obviously, it's got its issues, but I've never seen a harder counter to uh, the single-strike Urshifu Umbreon than this. Oh, it makes it makes perfect sense when you're trying to beat that 50-50 matchup. Um, Rapid Boom, Leafeon. You already, got, boom. you already got so much going on, dude. You already got so much. It actually, it actually works really well versus that deck. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you're hitting for a hundred on the bench. Plus, you're killing the Umbreon. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back back to the, what we're actually talking about, though. No, I think that's basically the end of, of, of uh, Mu, v, Mu V Max variants. Yeah. Um, how would how else do you guys like to play this deck, or would you like to see this deck played? Uh, I, we didn't touch a base that you could literally just play this deck with just Mew and Genesec, and that's mm-hmm. it. And just have yeah, a shit sure. shit loads of item cards. Um, it's also super consistent. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, which kind of feels like I feel like that version of it is more like you're like dipping your toe in the pool to see how cold it is, and see if you can mm-hmm. jump. Because the more you get into it, and those other cards that are able to seek, and then uh, Fioni and all the stuff, this deck is not easy to play at all mm-hmm. um nope. the, you know the level of difficulty is pretty high and then i feel like there's ways to start with this deck well, just with those two and then slowly lean yourself into it later to play the other stuff earlier that we talked about and then you can fully understand what this fusion strike is all about and it's also good to know <laughs> by the end of last week's episode that Brilliant Stars is not the end of Fusion Strike cards or possibly single and Rapid Strike because we're still getting some stuff in that set where we don't know where this is going to go. And I'm I'm intrigued. 
I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. But it's not for the faint of heart. And um, if you're having difficulties with the whole Italian lineup right now, then maybe maybe Fusion Strike right now is not your cup of tea. But it's a hell of a good deck and very consistent. Yep. Yeah, mean, for any sorry, for any new and and you know fresh players wanting to jump into the meta and wanting to you know have fun, go 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 into the meta and then try to win. Uh, Play single striker Shifu Umbreon. It's it's an easier concept to grasp. Muvi Max is not an autopilot deck by any means. And if you're coming from Shadow Rider and you want another top tier psychic deck, you're gonna be in for a big awakening trying to play something like this. Because on paper, this deck does not make sense. <laughs> it does. It does. It makes perfect sense to me. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, yeah, your big, your big brain. Big you're brain. The this podcast survives. <laughs> My analytics. I pick up on it easy. I mean, I actually like the Leafeon um, setup on this one. I think it also it's a counter to the Hoopa variant of this as well because Hoopa is weak to grass. True. So, so you have that as another potential just free two prizes for you using this deck. And with Hoopa only having 220, and I think it has it has two retreat, so you're hitting it for 120, you're hitting it for 240, mm. which is just a one. You don't need Galar Mind to kill it. Yep. So yep. I, I do like that. Um, I don't, I mean, other option potentially would be, as I thought, it could be like, like a Blaziken, but I don't see a reason to, to play it, just because you could pull energy from your discard in that case and be a little bit more hasty with your retreats, mm-hmm. if need be. Um, or if one of your Muse dies, something else dies that has energy, you can pull it back out with its attacks. Yeah, I don't think Blaziken's allowed to accelerate to anything that isn't Rapid Strike, though. Correct. I have to double check that, yeah. And then yeah. I stand correct because I was also going to say that that is a decent counter to the Genesect too, where you can boss them out and kill them. Mm-hmm. So it was a thought, or maybe there's another fire type that I have a, don't recall off the top of my head that could work in that same way, just to target down your opponent's Genesects and kill them instead. Yeah. Oh god. Oh no. Return you're, of you're, fire. You're calling, you're calling the next best fire deck the grass guy. That's, I'm just. I'm I just feel like this saying. is bad for your own health, buddy. It's <laughs> not. It's not. You heard it on Pokedads first. Mu V Max Victini V Max is the next best deck. You're welcome. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Not I like it. I like it. Oh, all right. Goodness, that's unfortunate. I'm just gonna play Avery. Problem solved. All right, all right, Great. guys. Let's open some packs <laughs> and we'll do less of fun. Aaron, for for that uh, that brilliant brilliant display of garbage coming out of your mouth, I'll let you choose first. <laughs> wow, I don't know if I want to choose. You know, I'm taking the bolt on because fuck you. <laughs> well, what do you got, Drew? Uh, give me Mew. All right. Let me find Rick's webcam here before he shows the code on stream again. I'm going to turn you off now just to be safe. That's fine. Leave you I'll, t- off I'll turn you back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't see uh, Rick wink back and smile? Am I, his camera's off. Am I good? You're fine, yeah. All right. We got six zebra, seven oh. Jacob, penis, x-ray, Kyle, nine quail man, penis, four dick, monster uh, nice lightning energy dancer Pagoro prancer Graplock Rookie 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 Say that Pokemon Terry Dick 2 Tarumbaka 
Sizzle bean. Yep. See? Stuffle. Sandy gas. Reverse is Mawile. And our rare is Gorbis? 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 Gorbis. Gorbis? What's that? Gorbis. Gorbis. Go ahead and read go ahead and read its ability real quick for everybody. I did I, I mentioned these ones, yeah. <laughs> rapid strike canceller. Your opponent's rapid strike Pokemon in play have no abilities. Yeah. Oof. Get wrecked. Welcome back. Good night, Octillery. Good night, quick shooting and Teleon. Yeah. And it's and it's good too because it's a you know, you add this what was the point of it? The new Italian sniper, right? That's a good one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Turns off that ability things. too. Yeah. Yep. Turns off Empoleon. I don't know if anyone really cares about Empoleon, but how dare you? Okay, your camera it's is not off. a great card yet. What is going on? This pack? I can't. He's really bad right now, and he can't open the back guys. I wish the camera was on so you could see it. Because man, it's embarrassing. I got it. I got it. Drew. <gasps> Drew picked a good one. Sisters. Yeah. Oh, I did. Okay, so we're gonna go with Nipple. Nipple. nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Kangaskhan, mom, titties, two, vagina, vagina, Kangaskhan, vagina, gargle, ham, Xavier, mom. Mom? That's it. You don't mom. say mom and then titties right afterwards. That's just weird. I'm just saying. Bro. Man. Bro. Fuck you. I'll say whatever I want. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I, promoted. <laughs> promoted. He finally stuck, stood up for himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Fighting. Farewell, Bell. Galarian Linoon. Stantler. Shelmet. Drillbur. Drillbur. Bunnelby. Mudkip. Caterpie. Yeah. Adventures. Yeah. Discovery. Great card. Reverse Hollow. And Serena V, let's go! Woo. It's grass. It's always good. It's good. It's we grass. had an episode talking about it. It has Queen's orders for one leaf and one colorist. It says you may discard any number of your bench Pokemon. This attack does forty more damage for each bench Pokemon you discard in this way. Weak to grass. I played one. I beat it. Weak to grass. <laughs> no, weak to fire. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that would suck. <laughs> grass, grass, weak to grass. Your own worst enemy. All right, Aaron, you ready? Oh, wait, the, I'm Serena ready. and I are right there with each other. All right, so oh, we sorry. have upside down. <laughs> I'm not used to the Fuck, new... man, challenge mode. <laughs> yeah. Hard mode. Uh, six, big, uh, my gargle titties lick no 96, which is reverse of 69. Nice. Linda gargle 74. All right, hold on, wait, camera. Grass energy, the best energy. Gligger. No, Gliscor. It's really hard to read. It's like all blurry for me. Scorch. Bug Catcher. Morpeko. Eevee. Shelter. Good art. Voltorb. Creepy art. Pansage. Reverse Hollow Krogunk. And you're welcome. It is Levani. It is Grass. Which is the most important part of pulling cards. Yeah, that is. Um, real quick, did you guys hear about some speculations going around that the uh, new code cards can be weighed? So, like, rumor has yeah. it that the, they're both, like, literally identical in thickness. 
So if there's a hollow, uh, of course, a hollow pack is going to weigh more than the non-hollow. Uh, Which is really funny because they combated that whole weighing packs thing in Evolving Skies. That's why so many of like the edges and the finishes on those cards suck so bad. It's because they got mm. rid of an additional coating that helps them when they set in the pack so they're not like thicker and heavier. Yeah. But now, like, you pull them out of the pack and they already got, like, surface scratches and the edges are all chipped and that stuff like sucks. that. So now in Fusion Strike, they're like, okay, well, Look it. screw all that extra effort we put in and put in these different weight code cards. Like, it's redundant. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Don't weigh your packs, people. That's rude. <laughs> I still think it's kind of harder, too, to weigh when they're in the ones that are already separated, like the Target and Walmart ones, right? Like, that's really more cardboard as a I don't know I think it's more or less the booster boxes like when they go to shops for sure pull out each pack individually weigh them take keep all the heavy ones for yourself and then shelf all the lighter ones yeah I think it more or less applies to that that's why I'm a a fan of just keeping those packs behind the counter and just be like all right dude how many you want okay here you go Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will let you pick them you do not get to weigh them first yeah Mm -hmm. so uh, Drew, what's the question of the week, man? Let's make it a little more difficult than the 25th anniversary we got last week from Adam. Oh, question of the week. Mm. What makes Mimikyu VMAX so cool in the words of Drew? Sure, that works. That's a little little tougher. Exact words. Yeah, exact. I need, no, no, I need no. a text, Zach, so make sure you just word for word. get it going. Yeah. All right. <laughs> for uh, a quarterly Pokedad tournament, I am going to go with uh, Levani, right? Is that it? Levani? Oh, are we including uh, Fusion Strike, too? Yeah, why not, man? Let's yes. have some fun. Oh, oh shit. You guys are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really like the shelter art. The Rapid Strike one is fun. You see Dude, I like the Voltorb. It's sick. It's such a weird looking one. It's like groovy. You're like, yo, Voltorb. Yeah, no, it's cool. I like it. Uh, Let's go ahead and do things the random way that I always do them. And we're, oh, and this is so unfortunate. We're going to go with uh, Azumarill from Fusion Strike. There you go. Mm. I am going to go, yeah, I think that's the way I'm going to go with this. We're going to go with a Selgor from Fusion Strike. Okay. Right There's on. a Fusion Strike Pokemon. I like it. That's a lot of, that's a lot of damage. Um, Solid damage. It's interesting that we, you know, we, what, Sinuscorch took a break from the last two sets, I believe. We haven't seen Sinuscorch in a couple sets. And then now we finally get it back and it's an uncommon you're like, oh, mm-hmm. what's up, Sinister? That's Scourge? what it deserves. Well, let's also talk about the fact that we have two different Sizzlypeeds and two different Sinuscorch in this set as well. There's another one like that, too, and I can't recall which uh, who it is. There's a couple uh, There's a couple cards in here that are like that. Ninetales has a 2-2 as well. Yep. So what happens when yep. you have 500 cards in a set? <laughs> a I don't know. I, there was a, something I wanted to say about this set on the last episode, and then I, I think I like it more because it's driving players to buy singles, and it's not handcuffing everyone. Like, oh, if I want to play a set of something, I'm either torn between 
getting a booster box or trading for what I need. And I think because there's so many Pokemon in the set, it's satisfying both hands of both collectors and players because people are just tearing open packs and wanting to get master sets and letting all these these playable ultra rares that evolve into other ultra rares, you know, available for all of us to kind of utilize and grab. So I think, I think the set was executed well, and I'm sorry if you like opening packs and turning them into playable things, but it's... I, I think it was released appropriately because there are so many Pokemon in it. Good job, Drew. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome for my opinion, everybody. <laughs> I approve. I think it, I, I have um, really opened much Fusion Strike that I looked over the weekend and I just got lucky and found uh, Evolving Skies ETB, which I still haven't gotten one, so... I was able to pop that with the target sale that was going on, so that was nice. Hell yeah. And yeah, um, outside of that, if you're listening on Spotify, please take the two seconds to uh, hit that follow button. And it just it helps us. And hit that notification button so when you know the episode drops on Friday, you know, you're able to listen on Friday. Or your lucky viewer that's checking us out right now. Hi, what's up? Thank you for being here. I'm slowly building this whole twitch verse that we're trying to do thank you we appreciate it and if you're listening on itunes five star five star if you want to take five seconds and just pop that that also really helps it's a good pats on back for us and um if you want to help the podcast in any way uh, we do have a patreon it's patreon.com slash pokedads tcg for two dollars a month gets you into our full access of our discord uh where you get monthly hangouts um Free trades, which will be changing since live will be dropping early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, the quarterly tournaments, uh, just goofing around, talk about sports, be dads. You don't have to be a dad to participate, of course. Uh, it's, I'm proof. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely proof. Uh, Five dollars gets you our early access to not early access, extra episodes of Pokedads, also the Pokedads Mom episode, and more stuff like that going on into. Whatever we're doing, we're going to be updating that. And $10 a month gets you Pokedad gear, uh, maybe some questions if you want to um, help with your play. Uh, we're here for you. Any of that kind of stuff um, is $10 a month. And again, it's Pokedads. Oh, God, it's patreon.com slash TCG is where you can find it. It's also a link in our description of every episode every week and uh, pinned on our Twitter. So... There it is. There it is. Yeah. Good job, Rick. Proud of, I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, as always, I'm Pokedad Rick. I'm Pokedad Aaron. And now I'm ready for bed. I hope Woo. you guys have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, this weekend, prior, before Thanksgiving and Black Friday, and everyone's tired. I'm super tired. I've been helping my company move into a new building the past week. I've damaged a finger. Legs hurt, back hurts. I need everything. I just need everything. Advil, ibuprofen. I need to sleep for 18 hours. That's what I need. And uh, I'll feel better. Um, but a quick reminder, uh, since Thanksgiving is on Thursday next week, we'll probably go live on Tuesday next week since we're, we're not going to record on Thanksgiving. You're crazy. Or are we? No. 
No, we won't be. <laughs> so you guys we'll, might. Maybe but I won't on be. Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if Wait. if you're not if you're not following on Twitch or whatever, you know, hit that follow button on Twitch or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. So you can check our stories or tweets or whatever when we go live. So Aaron, sign us off. May your pulls be rapid. Deuces. Take it easy. Fucking camera's really pissed off at me today. It's because on the Discord one. Because you're so handsome, it can't. It doesn't know how to fix it. Yeah, it's got a haircut. It can't take it. They can't. It's fine. I, I'm like, it's like you can barely see my hair on the the streams version because it's so it's literally just pitch black behind me on the streams version of it. It's funny as fuck. There you go. You finally shaved your head. It's a good day. I got a haircut when we went to before Jessica's thing. You're probably no. like intimidating as hell. I know. <laughs>